let the church say amen. From the book of St. John, the gospel is recorded by St. John, chapter 8. I want to point out to you just a very simple message from the words of Jesus himself. John chapter 8, verse 11. The words that I want to point out to you this morning from the, from the mouth of Jesus, neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Neither, this is Jesus talking, neither do I condemn thee. This is Jesus talking. This ain't the, ain't the preacher, it ain't the mother of the church, it ain't the, this is Jesus talking. Neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. I want to talk just for a few minutes on this communion Sunday about a new start. A new start. That's what, that's what this table represents every time. Every time we come to it, we ought to be encouraged because this table represents a new start. It represents... A brand new beginning. I, I, I know that the folk that I need to be talking to ain't here. But those who have messed up along the weekend, those who haven't done everything quite right, that's, those are the ones, they ain't here today. But those are the ones that I won't talk to. Because here is Jesus saying, neither do I condemn thee. Here are the words spoken to a person who is guilty. No two ways about it. This woman is guilty. Now, you read the story when you get home. I, 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 we aren't going to go through the whole thing, but let me just go ahead and tell you, this woman was guilty. No defense, no explanation. She was just wrong. And not just wrong. She had been caught in her wrong. It's one thing to be wrong. <laughs> Another thing to be caught in your wrong. Her, her wrong was public knowledge. Are y'all hearing this? Yet, listen to the words that are being spoken to her by Jesus. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. 
Now these kind, the, 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 these are kind and sweet words, these words spoken by Jesus. They, they would be words that would be appreciated coming from anybody's mouth. Especially when you're in trouble, especially when you're wrong, you would love to hear anybody say that. But when you consider the fact that these words are lovingly spoken from the mouth of one who is without sin. These words are spoken from the mouth of the Savior of the world. The, these, these words are spoken from the Son of the living God, the one who was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, the one who was bruised for our iniquities, the one yeah, yeah, who, who, who would ultimately go to the cross and die for the very sin that he is forgiven. This ain't just anybody talking. This is Jesus saying, neither do I condemn thee. My brothers and my sisters, the fact is these are words coming from the only mouth that really matters. Did y'all hear me? I said that they're coming from the only mouth that really matters. There are a whole lot of folk who can tell you what you did and how you did and, and down, they're, they're down talk you, but these are the words of a man. <laughs> these are the only words that, that, that really matter. The mouth of Jesus. And they are spoken not only in kindness and compassion, but they are spoken with power and authority. Are y'all hearing me? He's got the power. He's got the authority to say what he's saying. And if he says you're not condemned, guess what? You're not condemn neither do I condemn thee go and sin no more the essence of the gospel message my brothers and my sisters is that we are no longer condemned to eternal death that's the essence of the whole message Jesus himself said I have not come to condemn the world but that the whole world might through him be saved. Jesus was in the temple teaching this day. When we come to this story, he's teaching. And in the middle of his teaching, he's interrupted by the scribes and the Pharisees. And in the middle of class, he is teaching the wisdom of his word. And in the middle of the class, the Pharisees brought a woman to him, brought a woman to the temple and sat her down in front of the class. Are y'all hearing this? You sort of wonder why they wasn't in class. But, but that's another sermon. But, but, but they bring this woman to Jesus and they set her down in the front of the class that Jesus is teaching. Listen what they say to Jesus in verse 4. Jesus, this woman <clears throat> was taken in adultery, the very act. We caught her. <laughs> we, we caught her. Whenever you say, somebody say, I caught you, that means that sort of, they were sort of looking for something anyway. That, that, that. 
we, we caught her in the very act, in the very act of now, 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 already you done figured out something ain't quite right here because she's been caught in the midst of an act that requires two people, but they only bring one. So you already know something ain't quite right. Something, something is going on here. Let me tell you what's really going on. Let me tell you what's really going on here. Chapter 7 ends with them trying to find something to charge Jesus with. Got to be something wrong with him. They're trying to find something to charge him to arrest Jesus on, and they're trying to find some way to discredit Jesus. Chapter 7, verse 45. Yeah, yeah, you remember the priests and everybody, they were asking the guards, did you arrest him? Did you get him? And while they're asking them, did you get him? Did you arrest him? They're saying to them, wait a minute, have y'all heard this man? Even they were taken back by, by his wisdom. And they say, have y'all even heard him talk? And then, then even Nicodemus chapter 7 and verse 50, Nicodemus chimed in and, and, and asked, can the, can, can, can the law judge him without even listening to him? Is that in your book? Yeah. So now here they are. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 they got to do this thing legally. And so they, they, they're trying to find something to charge him with. We got to kill him. So, but we got to find a reason. We got to find a, a, a something that we can charge him with. So, so, so here they are trying to find this charge. Jesus, we caught this woman in the very act of adultery. Now, listen to this. Here's where they're trying to trap him. The law of Moses says that she is to be stoned to death. That's what the law says. The law of Moses, the law that you're talking about, the law that everybody knows around here. The law says that she is to be stoned to death. Now listen to this, Jesus. What do you say? The law says she, she ought to be stoned. But Jesus, what do you say? Now, if they were all that hung up on what the law said, why didn't they just take on out there and stone her to death? No, that wasn't it. We, we are trying to trap Jesus here. Yeah, we're in a trap. We're trying to trap Jesus. So, so they bring her to Jesus. And, yeah, and, and, and see, here it is. Here's the catcher. If he says stone her, then he ain't the loving, compassionate Savior that everybody thinks he is. But, but then, if he says don't stone her, he's violating the laws of Moses. We got him now. Are y'all hearing? We got him now. Yeah, if he says stone him, we got him. And if he says don't stone him, we still got him. What did they do? What, see what they were doing? Yeah, yeah, anybody fishing, anybody that fishes, you know that sometimes you catch a small fish and use that one to try to catch a bigger fish. <laughs> Just thought I'd share that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sometimes you use small fish to try to catch, and that's what they're doing. They're trying to use small to catch big. So the Bible says they threw that at Jesus. Jesus, uh, verse 6, he stooped down. 
down, and, and this is one of my favorite passages in the world, and I've learned more from this passage than anything. He stooped down, and he acted like he didn't hear him. <laughs> A whole lot of things I forget, but I remember this scripture right here. <laughs> he stooped down. Now, he heard him. He just acted like. And you know what I found out? I found out sometimes. <laughs> yeah. You run yourself crazy if you try to act on what everybody says. Sometimes. <laughs> you, know, they're, they're, you, you ain't crazy. You heard it. But sometimes you got to act like. Jesus stooped down. Acted as if he did not hear them. And uh, he began to write on the ground. I wish I knew what he wrote. I, I, I really do. I. I ain't going to do like some of the preachers and tell you what it was because we don't know. <laughs> the Bible doesn't tell us what he wrote. I really wish that I did know what he wrote. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was reminding them that the law of Moses that, that they love so much. Maybe he was just reminding them that that law that they were talking about was written by the finger of God. I don't know why he did that. I don't know why, but, but when he finished, when he finished, he got up, made this one statement. Instead of passing judgment on the woman, he passed judgment on the judges. <laughs> Say it again. Instead of passing judgment on the woman, he passes judgment on the judges. Listen at this. He that is without sin. Y'all hear me? Let him cast the first stone. Now, now, now let's not misread this text. Let's, let's not, let, let. Note now that Jesus does not disagree with the fact that sin is to be punished. I don't want you to walk out of here feeling like it's all right. He, he, did not, he did not disagree with the fact that sin ought to be punished. Jesus is saying that the law, the, the, the law is the law, and it needs to be carried out. But it ought to be carried out by somebody who doesn't have sin in their own lives. I just said something. It, oh, it, it, it needs to be carried out. Yeah, the wages of sin is death. But what Jesus does is he, he, he qualifies. He qualifies the punisher. Are y'all hearing this? If you're going to punish somebody for sin, then you ought not have sin. I, I, this is about hard as I'm going to preach today. If you're going to punish somebody for sin, then you ought to be clear of sin. Doesn't seem right to have one sinner to punish another sinner for sinning. Am I making any sense? Verse 9, verse 9 says that when he said that, now get the picture. These men are already standing there with rocks in their hands, <laughs> waiting on a verdict. 
already got rocks in their hand. They didn't know how this thing was going to go, but they already got rocks in their hands. And Verse 9 says that when Jesus said that, they were convicted by their own conscience. It's good to be, be, be at least in a point where you can be convicted. Some people, but people so corrupt that you can't even convict them. But here, they, they, they realize, you know what? What we're doing ain't right. They were convicted in their own country. The Bible says they threw their rocks down. <laughs> this is a beautiful picture. The Bible gives us so much information. wonder sometimes, do we need to know all of that? But the Bible wants us to know that, 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 that the old men threw their rocks down first. <laughs> I don't know why the Bible, I don't know why we need to know that, but the Bible wants us to know that, yeah, 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 ain't no fool like an old fool, is it? <laughs> Bible says the old men threw their rocks down first. <laughs> and I can imagine that when those old men started throwing them rocks down and them young men who'd been looking up to them, <laughs> who thought they had it all together, <laughs> are y'all hearing me? They said, now watching the old men throw theirs down. They said, well, look, if he's throwing his down, I might as well go and throw. <laughs> yeah. They, they put their rocks down. Started walking off, starting with the oldest. Jesus is left there. He's left there with the woman alone. He says to the woman, ask the woman, well, where did your accusers go? Where are your accusers? The woman said, there are none. Jesus, here's where we get to the text. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Neither do I condemn thee. I'm almost through. But if you've never messed up in life, you've never had any dealings with sin at all, never messed up in life, this sermon don't mean a thing to you. <laughs> you've never made a mistake. You've never done anything wrong. You, you're sitting there wondering, why did I even get up out of my bed to come? If you've never done it, if you've never been there, then this doesn't mean anything. These, but, 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 but my brothers and sisters, uh, these are the words of Jesus, the sinless Savior, to a woman whose life is in a mess. And I have the liberty to tell you that these are the words to anybody up in here whose life might be in a mess. But they are also his words to somebody sitting up here in the house right now. There are also words to anybody sitting here right now who feels like giving up. And the reason why you feel like giving up on life is because you messed up so many times. It ain't for everybody, but somebody in the sound of my voice who, who, who really knows that I've done more wrong than I've done right. I, 
Seems like I've messed up so many times in life. That's who the word is for today. If they wanted her condemned, brothers and sisters, they wanted her condemned, they never should have brought her to Jesus. Y'all ain't hearing me. Oh, oh, my brothers and sisters, the worst thing in the world to do if you want somebody condemned is to bring them up before Jesus. But Jesus said, I didn't come to condemn. Y'all hear, I did not come to condemn the world. God sent not his son. That's John 3, 17. God not, sent not his son in the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. This is for somebody who showed up this morning, still trying to figure out what drove you here today, but God sent you here today today so I could talk into your spirit. You feel like you have messed up your life. Are y'all hearing me? You feel like that there's no way that you can straighten things out. But I came to tell you that's why Jesus came. Are y'all hearing me? This ain't nothing but the gospel of Jesus Christ. You feel like there ain't no hope, feel like there's nothing that can turn your life around. I'm telling you, you are prime. You are why Jesus came. Jesus came, and he offers you a brand new beginning. Listen at him saying, neither do I condemn you. Go and sin no more. Oh, my brothers and sisters, as we head toward this table, let me tell you that that's what Calvary was all about. It really ain't all that deep. Calvary is all about a Savior. It's all about a Savior who came to give all of us another chance. Y'all ain't hearing me. If you can't shout, it's because you don't realize you needed another chance. But I don't mind sharing with the whole world that I was lost and on my way to hell. But somehow Jesus picked me up and he turned me around. Now, I don't know about anybody else, but every day I get up, every brand new day I see, I get up thanking God for his grace, and I get up thanking God for his mercy. Y'all ain't hearing me. Every day that I see a brand new day, when I see the sun come up every morning, I thank God for his grace and for his mercy. You see, grace is what gives me what I don't deserve. Are y'all hearing me? Grace gives me what I don't deserve. But then his mercy keeps me from getting what I do deserve. Is there anybody here? who thanks God for his grace and his mercy. Are you hearing me? If you're in that number, if you are one of those who realize that it's nobody but the Lord, I'm talking to you right now. Come under Jesus while you have time. Come under 
unto Jesus. Make up your mind. He will make your life brand new because he cares. He cares for you. Come to Jesus while you have time. Yes. And then you need to come right now. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Grace will not last forever. Yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me yeah. right now. Yeah. He reigns yeah. at the right hand of his father. Yeah. He reigns right now as savior. Yeah. But after a while, yeah, he's coming back. Yeah. And when he comes uh, this time, yeah, he's not coming as savior. Yeah. The first time uh, he was born in Bethlehem, yeah. First time uh, he was wrapped in swaddling clothes, yeah. He came uh, as our savior. But, but the next time, yeah, when he comes again, yeah, brothers and sisters, uh, he's not coming uh, as savior, yeah. He's coming uh, as judge, yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me. Uh, and right now, yeah, my Lord, uh, he's getting us ready, yeah. For a great day right now, my Lord, getting us ready for that great day. The one who came into the world, picked up my cross, died in my place, laid in my grave. But I'm glad, I'm glad that the grave couldn't hold him down. But right early, Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. Neither, neither, neither. Do I condemn thee? God, 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 God sent somebody a word straight, nonstop today. You came here wondering, but there is no question right now. He's speaking to you. Neither do I condemn thee. Go and sin no more. Neither do I. And let me just speak into your spirit now. Because you, walk, you, you walked in here down. You walked in here really sort of feeling like you didn't even belong here. Don't belong with church people. You walked in here feeling like life was over with, but you decided to just give it one more chance. Let me, let me just go. God is speaking directly to you today. He's speaking directly all of us in here, those of us with our hands lifted, those of us who, who, are, who are praising God right now, the reason why we are praying, praising God and doing what we're doing right now is because we are not condemned. <laughs> because of what he did. Because of what he did on Calvary. And the good news is, if it did it for me, it would do the same thing. For you. Oh, let me, let, me, let me talk to your heart right now because you didn't come here to join the church. 
you didn't come here to give your life. You didn't come here for that. You just came because something drew you. Something. And let me tell you what that was. That was the Spirit of God. It was the Spirit of God that, that just picked you up and brought you up in here so that you could hear the real reason why Jesus came. So right now, right now, right now, I want to challenge you in as much as he loved you enough to wake you up and get you up and bring you here. He loved you that much. Now, I want you to show your love for what he has done for you and come and give your life to him. If you're here, if you're here today, if you're here today unsaved, if you're here today and you realize you need a savior, now's your time. The door is open. Somebody ought to be moving. Jesus.